0: Hello! And
1: welcome to Stephen Rowlands, beer podcast. Number 27.
0: Definitely a 20 in there. I, I get less convinced where we are every time we do one of these. I like
1: We were, uh, we were, this time of year, we've got very bad at counting weeks. It all yeah. just blurs into one long stream of stuff.
0: Yeah, no, it's been tough. Uh, and we're super busy and we're recording this on a Thursday. We normally kind of try and do it on a Wednesday or like get it, you know, a little bit early, but we are at the last minute, and I've got Christmas party thingies to go to yeah. tonight. And, and we know you're busy too. So I'm gonna stop rambling and we're gonna talk Breath about on. this week's beer. So we're in our third subscription our of beer Our subscription, very excited to be in our third subscription. So if you don't know what we're talking about, I can't do this little recap of everyone, but beerbods.co.uk, go and look at Matt's site. He's a very cool guy, he has some very cool beers. You get a different beer every week. We drink them on a Thursday night. We talk about it on Twitter and me and Roland decided that we would be the unofficial podcast the the child that he never wanted, um, so uh, we record this, put it up, it's and talk about the beer. Obviously, the
1: was to to have to drink a beer every week. But we, for you, we'll do it.
0: We suffer for our art. So let's get into this week's beer. A, a brewery that I have come across before, and I know you, that you as have. I, yeah. um, so this
1: is Buxton Brewery. Yep. It's uh, Black Rocks, which is a black IPA.
0: So explain what a black IPA so we'll is, Roland. Do black IPA first,
1: though. So Black IPAs kind of says it on the tin, so IPA
0: traditionally. No, it doesn't because it says so Indian
1: Pale Ale. There's black.
0: Mm, pale and black. Yeah, it's contradictory.
1: It is that indeed. But then, modern brewers, not known for for being traditionalists and not I mean, sticking by commonsensical things, have decided why don't I put some black malts in there and make it black?
0: And what is your experience of IPAs? Because personally, I tend to. I enjoy them. I never think they're better because they're black.
1: I've got to say, we've had some great black IPAs, both of us, I think, Mm. Um, but they're great IPAs, first and foremost, and then you kind of get this, this bit of multi-chop, you know, the, the black part of it, that always feels a little bit added on to me, and it never quite works for me. But,
0: saying this, we, we had a little bit of a false start and we had a little sips of the beer. We thought it was recording and it wasn't. So um, a couple of sips of beer. And no, where I was going with it was that this time of year, you know, we had that run of like porters and stouts and and feeling like, oh, we should go down that route when I think we overdid it a little bit with it. This is a lovely compromise of, yes, a wintry style ale because IPAs in the winter are a bit... I still love them, I don't care like but this is I really, nice, this yeah. is nice, if you want to be a stereotype and have something a <laughs> bit darker, this is a, this, I do know
1: that you've got a really hoppy drink just you sit there with that, because it looks black. Yeah, um,
0: so, so, so tell me about Buxton Brewery and what you know, because I know you've done your homework again, done a quick you're a good bit of, boy. I've
1: done a quick bit of homework. Buxton, I really like Buxton, no, and this is totally personal, because uh, the first time I heard about Buxton, I thought, wow, they're quite close to where I was born. I grew up, I grew up in Leek, which is just across the border in Staffordshire. and Which Buxton, explains his webbed feet and fingers. It does indeed. And it also explains why, you know, there's not much around. Like, Buxton isn't that close to us, but nowhere else is close to us. Apart from
0: Burton-on-Trent, which is the biggest brewing place Burton's in the world. It's further
1: away than, than Buxton. They're from
0: Stafford. Well, no, yeah, if you're from down here. Yeah, from, from and Leak. it's actually in Staffordshire, not Derbyshire, as Buxton is. League, of course. You are I'm in Staffordshire and league, yeah? It depends how
1: far across the... Leak. Oh
0: my, okay. Yeah. I think I've just blown holes in your argument, but we'll move on, we'll brush along.
1: Anyway, so I'm very happy to say that uh, Buxton Brewery are based, unsurprisingly, in Buxton in
0: South of Derbyshire. Are they a big brewery, Roland? Because I see them in a lot of places, and I don't have... The, I kind of... I see them as being not small, but from what I've seen of their range, they seem to be still fairly micro. They're they kind of on that border. So their
1: current production is between 30 and 40 barrels a week. Mm-hmm. Which is... Healthy.
0: Good, good size. Not huge, but good size. And I see them on draft in a lot of places too. Like, yeah. on draft, so, you know, in cask and, 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 and stuff. And um, They're
1: definitely one of those ones, I think, where they've got a really good range. They've got 17 regular beers. Wow. Which covers a real, and, and that's a big range there. So they've got a, uh, a smoked, rye porter woo, woo, that i've had which is actually yeah it's pretty tasty um Shh,
0: don't say that to matt put us one in there yeah. i don't
1: need that in my life they've got ipa so their axe edge ipa is stand standout one of the standard ipas for me that i've had okay. last year really really good um, they've got a huge range um do you know i think they've got a lot of things something that suits most people
0: mm-hmm. i've had some of their stuff and when I've had it, I can't remember the names. It's unusual for me because I kind of like I'm, I'm normally better with names than I am breweries. But I remember having books, where I don't remember the names of the beers. And maybe that's because there's so many and it just not hasn't kind of sunk in. But um, yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about this beer. Do you know anything? A, a, any homework on the beer? Have you kind of? No, I'm can, terrible. I'm, I'm have, sorry.
1: It's Christmas. My homework has kind of gone to pot here. So okay. So it's
0: got beers. New Zealand hops in it, um, and it says that it has licorice together with the pale and dark malt, so licorice flavour to it. Um, it's a 6% beer, which, yeah, um, and, 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 it's, I, nice, IPA to it's nice It's in a 330ml bottle as well, you know, yep. it's n- nice to see that back, um, And uh, yeah. You mm. d- I d- let's
1: progress swiftly on towards what we think of it, because, mm. I, I mean, I'm, I'm still recovering from a cold a bit
0: here, so my smell's not great, but there's quite a lot. Mm. It's very powerful, very powerful. The hops are very prominent still. It is still a, a, hoppy, a hoppy little number. Mm. Um, but I, very strong So all of that stuff we were saying before about, I would love to taste this as an IPA, by the way. Yeah. I think it would make an awesome IPA. But after everything we said at the start, I think this is actually improved by the malts. I think it gives you some substance. That licorice that they talk about on there, I... I before I saw it on there, and that's yeah. why I kind of spat it out because I'd been tasting this licorice. Reminds me, but kind of very much of that, kind of like um, full of bodied kind mm. of coffees. Like I always relate beers to coffees, but you know, full of body, full of bodied coffees. I think it's very powerful, It's very nice. I'm drinking it very easily, slipping down. Doesn't feel like six percent. I kind
1: of agree with you. I'm, I'm not sure whether I think this is better for being a black IPA. I will say this is probably one of the best examples of black IPA I think mm-hmm. I've had, um, not just in terms of being a straight IPA but in terms of how the black part of it works with the rest of it. They use the, uh, the dark malt very late in addition into the boil, so maybe that's, that's part of the technique is why it's given it that uh, you've got the colour but you haven't got an overwhelming kind of sense of change of direction in the taste. Like some of them I find a
0: bit jarring this one I don't think I find that so much so here's an idea and I see this with beers a lot where I say, I, we've said it a couple of times on here that it'd be really interesting to see this one you know without that element yeah. added or that element added and again going back to our coffee thing that we do this thing with processing where we have like the same farm with different processes or diff- slightly different things happening to it so you can try yeah. them side by side and we've we saw there was one one that the orange IPA, yeah, that they did the IPA. So, Art, Art Brew did yeah. the they as do as
1: these, uh, the Monkey, yes, and they do the orange IPA, which was the, the same orange, and orange, and they do the chili one. No.
0: Um, ignore the noises in the background, that's that's the door. But wouldn't it be interesting? Like, I, I, if I was a brewer, I would be doing a naked version of this just to try it, yeah. But going back to this one, I like it, I think it's very solid, I think it's very drinkable. I would actually buy another one. It's one I'm, I am I would look forward to having. I think I'm, I'd am definitely have this if I
1: saw it um, on tap somewhere in, in the pub. I'm, I'd be very happy. I'd go, oh, well, I'll buy that. But I don't know. I'm, st- I'm still not entirely 100% sold that it's a bottle I would rush and get back. Um, particularly, maybe that's because I've also seen some of books and other stuff, mm-hmm. and I know that... Things like their there well, I, I do
0: love. Well, maybe sometimes it's not about buying the same bottle of it, but it's it's making you want to explore a brewery further. It's yeah. just as much of a win as wanting to buy absolutely. a case of something. And this does not make me think, I don't want to taste anything of theirs. Yeah. So um, oh, Absolutely.
1: If you haven't come across books, I think this is a ringing endorsement of them. Um, so... Absolutely, I think this is one of the. I think you should do your bottle top rating on it, though. Right? Okay, right. So, my bottle top rating, as I said, I'm not entirely sold on this one. It hasn't convinced me on the black IPAs, but I do think it's a great example of a black IPA. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with eight out of
0: ten. Eight? For something that you're not sold on and you're not convinced, you're giving it eight. Oh, that's, it's, that's... it's
1: tasty. But it's not convinced me about black eyed. But you won't can. buy
0: another bottle of it, but you'll give it an eight. An eight, an eight is on
1: the eight. eight and a half, I'd have had
0: to buy another bottle, I think. Oh, I think you like it more than you say. So for me, I think it's a seven and a half. I'm not a million miles away from you. Uh, I actually think I like it more than you and I'm giving it a lower score, but it's good, it's solid, it's interesting, it's tasty, and yeah, I like it. And... So, uh, we've both quaffed that quite quickly, we are at the end of our bottle, so let's shut up, let people go and do their Christmas shopping, and... Done.